Welcome back, friends, to Occultus Anonymous and our Geist the Sin Eaters Chronicle Eerie Quiet on the Western Front. This is Episode 6, Leap of Faith. Greetings, foolish mortals, and welcome back to another episode of Occultus Anonymous as we venture beyond the veil into... I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> I lost it completely. Just got away from uh, Yeah. Um, yep. We are going to be spooky tonight. And uh, as always, we are brought to you by Roll20. And all of our geists and ghouls out there in Patreon land. Um, thank you especially to Adele, Al, Alexander, Alzrit, Bernie, Buck, Cha-Cha Real Smooth, Chandra, Chris is my Geist, Death Essence Spirit Baby, Familiar or Best Familiar, <laughs> Mach, Emil, Funzu Ali, George, Insert Goosebumps Theme, James, John, John, Josh, Camo, Catfeathers, Klaus, Crazy Man, Long Live the Queen, Melissa, Michael, Milo, Miss Grumpy, Moku, Mozart D Minor, Noba, Arathic, uh, other guy, Paradox means you're doing something right. Perry, Fug, Porter, Puppeteer, Riafio, Ryan, Sean, Shiksara, Heron, Thomas, Toast, Vortex Falcon, Y Gender when you can serve the Iron Pyramid, Sultan, and Aethernalis. Uh, appreciate all the uh, monetary support that you all have given us that we can continue uh, doing cool things like getting some new art and upgrading equipment and all that kind of stuff. Um, also, when, I need to. So, I just noticed the Michaels are all gone, and we now have Johns. Hmm. Just saying, Michaels Bring on out more there. Johns. Or, or that, yeah. That <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Um, Marley has a cousin named Michael John. They must be dealt with. <laughs> there has a John Michael and a Michael John. Well, you see, they're Catholic, so they have like four guy names that just get recycled in different orders. Right. John Paul, Michael, John, John, Michael. If you're feeling particular spicy, you can be Gabriel. Um, anyways, uh, when last we left off, um, there had been a colossal clash of kaiju proportions on the battlefields of Belgium. Ooh, I got a second alliteration out of that without even trying. That was great. Way to go. Claps in the chat for me. Um, assuage my ego. Um, that's what I'm here for. Um, so, Colossal, yeah, you got it. Um, and uh, the crew had destroyed a Reaper um, with Adelaide taking possession of its broken mask and in a moment of quiet study later that evening um, the pieces sort of just snap back into place and you have this just smooth unmarred porcelain like death mask um, uh, no decorations or adornments it's just a very um Phantom of the Opera meets tuxedo mask, sort of just 
half mask. It's just an eye mask? Okay. Mm-hmm. I was wondering if it was like the Court of Owls from Batman that were just like blank white, black mm-hmm. eyes. Not quite. Um, and um, on top of all of the uh, hubbub and happenings, um, there was some expression of distrust perhaps disillusionment with the um, the way that the crew was being mm, treated by their employer uh, expressed by um, oh my, God. my brain is in a state today y'all Stafford Quincy Jones um, at which point the uh, night commander sort of one of those classic bits you know oh he's right behind me isn't he um which uh, as the as the evening went long into the night um over some chess and some drinks uh, a nice conversation was had that seemed to allow both men to express not only their viewpoints of how things should work but um, some more esoteric ways that the world works and the sort of bomb of knowledge that geists have replaced the soul of the bound was laid in the lap of Stefford. Um, in other points of the barracks, uh, we had some nice heart-to-hearts or whatever equivalent is there um, between various of our crew and their bound uh, with some real progress, especially I think being made between um, Adelaide and uh, Whistling Louie. Um, anything else I've forgotten? I mean, there's a giant Avernian gate out oh, there. I mean, yeah. yeah. That's true. Well, there's a giant Avernian toothy mob. Yeah. It is a gate. <laughs> In the Stargate sense of it. <laughs> um. Oh, and, you know, there was a weird geist, ghost, spirit baby. Ah, uh, yes. That uh, Dorothy uh, returned Dorothy home had, with. Had ventured into a different version of the world. I mean, how could we forget, though? Um, Dorothy had, had, during the episode, uh, ventured into another version of the world and come back with a, uh, well, Night Commander called it a spirit, um, but also was seemingly both intrigued and perplexed by whatever it was exactly that Dorothy had brought back with her because it did not seem to follow the rules. At least as far as he understood. Um, so, after, you know, we can say a few days have passed or so, um, there has been time for relaxation to, to gather back up your resources, to rest, um, and to discuss what might be done about the gate. Um, I did have a quick question, Chris. Mm-hmm. Because 
<laughs> when I was editing this video, that's when I get all my, you know, sudden realization things. We deal with essence fairly frequently for ghosts. How obvious was the difference between ghost essence and spirit essence for uh, Dorothy's um, uh, tag along? Like, just for, for our purposes for Geist, right? This, this chronicle. Mm-hmm. Is it a different essence? Or is it like, oh, we could actually interchange these. They just have different flavors. Um, this spirit seems to be just fine eating the deathly essence that you all have. Would be something that you quickly discover over those like couple, couple days. days. Okay. Wow. Um, what what I will say there is explicitly a difference in is like when she was coated in that like blood plasm or not plasm, mm-hmm. right? That was a a filtered form of essence of a different sort filling in the gaps of the haunt. Gotcha. Okay. Um, but yes, I will say as far as I'm going to run and as far as I think things should be run, essence is essence. Um, spirits just have to feed off the right flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how I'd run Mage and Werewolf and all that. So Makes sense to me. Because otherwise, why is it named the same thing? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, so there's any other, uh, scouting or research or scenes people want to have, um, Oh, I wanted to try to learn something from the mask. Okay. Um, I, I want to try to learn about this reaper, but I'm pretty sure I will get the source of the mask when I'm looking at it, which is also good information to have. When you say this Reaper, what do you mean? Uh, this particular ghost that put on this mask and came after us. Okay. Um, but I think if I do, so you talked about like a, we should have discussed this at some point in the past week, but um, a not quite Memoria spell. Mm-hmm. I don't need his name, do I? You just need a fact about them. Three facts. Three three things about him. They're three relevant things. Um, in this case, you literally ate part of him. That's true. You have yes. some of his essence in you. Um, you have the mask itself. And so then if there's like one other thing you could suggest. Uh, I was going to go with the Napoleonic soldier. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, that's what he looks like. Right. Um, now, generally, the info that you would have known about Reapers is that the the mask overlays a sort of persona over top of the ghost. So basically, you, you would know that anyone that put on this mask would take on Napoleonic tones. Oh, the, okay. That the whole appearance of it was related to the mask. Okay. At least part of it, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Trying to think of what another fact that I know about this guy is, because there's not a whole lot. We didn't really chat. Um, he used the connection to the wolf ghost that is apparently tamed. Sure. 
Yeah, that definitely stands out as like a unique thing there. Um, yeah, so you can roll Memoria. I'm cool with that. Okay, and I'm using a little power, so it's five dice. Because I don't think my keys apply. Cold wind and chance. Well, you can always use oh, you them. You can always use them. You would just get the doom if condition. The, if they're resonant, then you get them for you can unlock them for free. If they're not resonant, you can unlock them by choice. And then if you don't roll a exceptional success, you have to either take the doom condition or pay a willpower. So you can always use your key. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I'm about to go to sleep, so I'll get at least one willpower back. So. Sure, I'll do that. Um, have to say which one it is. Yeah, for flavor and stuff. And they uh, have different yeah. roll. Ah. Uh, different dooms and Look at what those are. Stats. Uh, chance is next time your character makes a roll with plus three or greater, roll a chance die instead. That's uh, evil. Yes. Oh, they're <laughs> all evil. Um, and then what was the other? Cold wind. Cold wind, yeah. Uh, you gained the extreme cold tilt that lasts for 10 minus synergy hours or until you actively reveal a damaging personal secret. Yeah, they all suck. Uh, yeah, I'll go with the cold wind one because that's, that's what I was thinking because yeah. in my mind I see this guy as a very lonely figure mm-hmm. like a lone rider on his wolf out eating yep. other ghosts. So I don't know if it's actually resonant, but there's a link there in my head. It is not. It, it makes it sense might, that that's how you'd approach it. And that uh, just because it might have some interaction here. Where is this happening that you're using this key and you just like by your low self somewhere? Uh, yeah, probably just like in my bedroom. I would have tried to find like a private place that I wouldn't be walked in on. Because Memoria like can other people see it if they walk into what I'm seeing? No? Um, let me... Because the picture in the book has, like, a scene being painted around the person holding the thing where they can see stuff. I don't know how much of it is in your head. Uh, character is haunted by visions. Uh... I think it... The, I think you just have the one dot. I think at that point it's just a vision for you. Okay. Well, yeah. I would still do it. Mm-hmm. Like, in a private spot. Yeah. It's at the higher dot levels that you, like, force people to become actors in the scene and stuff like that. Which is wild. Um, oh. Do we have a roll? One success. Okay. That is willpower? wrong. Hmm? It was meant to use resolve as well. Uh, for the um okay there's some extra dice on it only need two more successes and you get it for free yeah nope nope why is it on three? Oh, the keys he right. makes it exception on three so that's eight dice and one success but yeah. okay it happens um so and now i'm gonna... just really fucking cold okay we're dooming we're dooming and zooming oh yeah spend another willpower yeah, you're you're like sitting there on your 
uh, like the edge of your bunk, um, kind of just crouching over, thinking hard about what you've seen and what you've experienced, and um, you feel that key turn just in the back of your skull, um, and just ice and rime form down your arms and creep out onto the mask and envelop it in a like pure crystalline um like perfect coating of ice um and you see to yourself uh, you see in your mind's eye uh, a scene below below the world in the in the underworld um you see a in a big cavern of open bare rock um a series of like cross hatched pikes um surrounding lines and lines and lines of tents um with men, well, ghosts, running around in pairs and formations, doing drills, um, all in Napoleonic uniforms of the French army, um, and um, you see, um, like you're you're seeing this first person, right? Um, and you see a large man, ghost, man-shaped ghost, um, in resplendent uniform with rows and rows and rows of medals, um, march up with a, like, a lead on that wolf, um, and hands you the lead in one of your hands and the mask in the other. And um, um and in French out of your mouth you hear you understand it. I don't know if you speak French, but uh, you understand it inherently, even though you're hearing it in French. Um, you hear, um, thank you, Corporal. Um, I will not let down the domain. All glory to your army. Okay, so we've got the ghost war camp. And uh, I will now give you this. Now give you the. Come on. <laughs> Dramatic reveal. There it is. Oh, yeah. Hate it. Uh, that is the face you see. Oh, bad. Ooh, yeah. Greg <laughs> so, has a uh, contact question. Uh huh. That gate that got widened by the 
arrival of the Reaper. Would it be, say, big enough for a column of troops to march through? It would be possible. Okay, thank you. And chat at home if you want to hop on the Discord real quick. I will put this picture into this horrible image. Very quiet chat. Good time. Oh. Yeah, just a really blank faced porcelain white, empty eye socketed face, but with perfectly done up quaff and perfect hair. Um, and I think that the tail end of the image as you're like turning and walking away is that like everywhere in camp is kept to perfection standards of military codes and dress and cleanliness and everything like that. It's good stuff. Yeah, I would. When I come out of this, immediately find everyone else and relay all of that while, mm -hmm. like, well, wrapped up in a blanket in, yeah. and still covered in ice. <laughs> and then, yeah, I'm probably going to go to bed because wrapped up in as many blankets as I can pull for. Which it I mean, won't help, right? But. <laughs> Cody, Cody offers you <laughs> drink to warm you up. Is <laughs> it mean get drunk? It's not going to bother you. You already see the damn ghosts. That's true. Is Adelaide like reacting like she's freezing, or is she just like a corpse? No, you frozen? can you can see the the ice on me. Well, I know I can yeah. see it, but like, are you like shivering and stuff? Oh yeah, yeah, I I yeah. am freezing cannot be warmed up. You are essentially taking bashing damage at the same rate that you heal it. So you're just not healing if you were to be hurt right now. But, oh, jeez. Um, and you probably will not sleep well tonight. Um, Damn. Yeah. So maybe I don't get that willpower back. <laughs> but eh, uh, fine. This also can be... It's been a couple days, right? Yeah. yeah. There's, there's a window of time for this to happen, so... Um, so what's up? Uh, just gonna say that Chris is a benevolent and nice GM is not applying the full effect of extreme cold, and we'll just leave it at that because this is in the past and we've already, we're already past it. Yep, <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, that gets real bad. Yeah, it does. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. That's why I wanted that fifth level of the rage. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because you can mm -hmm. just throw that out for a whole area. Yep. Yep. Freeze everybody. Everybody needs to chill. Time to get cold. Oh, Time right. to make Mr. Freeze puns. No. Yep. Absolutely so angry about not. Batman yes. and Robin. <laughs> we had like five minutes of ice and snow puns on Wednesday night game. It was incredible. Oh, that's fantastic. That's what I'm talking about. I threatened to flake on the game if they kept up. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Adelaide comes to the crew 
saying, you know, this is what I've seen. Or what was the what's that look like? Um, I basically walk into them holding the mask like wrapped in a cloth in my hands because mm. everything is frozen. Um and just still holding it out and it's one piece now and not two, like we left it. And uh I looked at it. There is an army underneath. Underneath? Uh, in the underworld. This soldier was given this and given some sort of order to do what he did. But there is an army of them. With an Averdian gate that is stuck open. Yes. I don't know what his orders actually were. I don't know what the corporal's plan is. There's a, a very fancy corporal. Um, but yeah. Corporal is leading this army? That's what he called him. Hmm. That's peculiar. Perhaps they have a different ranking system. Yep. He had a lot of ribbons. Hmm. Another faction joins the fray. Yeah. But I don't suspect that uh, they'll be arriving to ally with us. And we can't have. Even if they wanted to, we can't let them side with the Axis powers. We use the term Axis powers in World War I? Not this time, no. Yeah. I mean, we have ghost soldiers in our unit, but we don't have an army. And less than my commanders got one hidden away somewhere. Fully functional. We should also... Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. We should also recognize that we are not exactly fighting the war as our erstwhile compatriots are. No. As much as we cling to the notions of our previous lives, we are in a different position. We have different allegiances. Much of what we cared for so deeply before will eventually fade as we remain in this form, the shades of a once wonderful youth. You doing okay, Stafford? I'm doing quite well. My allegiance is still to the soldiers that I'm here to take care of makes sense. I this business with the Knight Commander is secondary. I wonder what the Knight Commander thinks about that. He's welcome to take it up with me. And I'm sure he already knows. All I mean to point out is that we are technically here at his leave. 
So as much as we might like to assume we have as much agency as we desire, it is untrue. So however we approach this army, I think it should be with the understanding that it is likely in opposition to us because we don't want horrid chthonic entities to come above as opposed to it presenting a danger to one particular political faction. In this particular case, both apply. I want to defend these soldiers as much as I want to defend the living. That's fair. I'm not contesting that desire. I'm merely pointing out, for the sake of objectivity, what will likely be our orders in some context. And if it does encroach on our commitment, our personal commitment to the honorable soldiers we serve with, we might, some of us, experience a crisis of conscience. In the interest of maintaining discussion flow, I'm just going to say that you're welcome to believe what you believe, but don't take my lack of comment as acceptance or agreement. Agreement with what? The things you just said. About the night commander, I think. Um, And our role in society, it's not germane to what we're doing and dealing with here. What if this corporal that's corporal who is leading this army is actually a recruit for the other side? Very well, it could be. Um, Garden Friday ghosts don't generally interact in significantly meaningful ways with the rest of the world. Generally, is that you guys know more about this than I do? Is that? <laughs> I mean, he definitely seemed more important, different from the, he the soldiers. As, he was at least as powerful as your bound. As yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like he is. Not a normal ghost. I'm not thinking about him in particular. I'm talking about the army in general. Mm-hmm. A garden variety ghost doesn't generally interact with the world in a meaningful way. Is that a true statement? Sure. I mean, most For of them stay yeah. in the underworld. Yeah. So most of that army, we can probably assume, is garden variety ghosts who wouldn't have any meaningful impact on the battle above ground. Um, I mean, if they come through, then they could. If they choose to. And if there's something... It was, it was to come through in shadow, though, right? In, in Twilight. Uh, but yeah. Um, but there Sorry. are... I mean, it's not unusual for them to have abilities that can impact the physical world if they are not in the underworld. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even without materializing, they can still... You know tales of poltergeists? think one of our ghosts is quite capable of setting things on fire. Hmm. All while it's hard to do it. But a lot of those are like piecemeal and and again, correct me if I'm wrong, but fairly random. That's not like every ghost has the ability to set things on fire. But if they're a not trained army... Can, oh, right, but not every ghost can throw kitchen knives across a room. Other guys sort of style. So if it's all sort of random, it's kind of hard to build an army around that. But these look really regimented. 
I wonder if somebody on the other side has a way of empowering them when they come through. When you I say like others... I would like to reinforce the way I described that army. I might be somewhat ignorant of combat tactics, but the impression I got from what Adelaide shared and our recent experience, however brief, suggests to me that if I were attempting to assault the, or come from the underworld, with a carefully managed and developed army, I would not use as my main troops what you were referring to as garden variety ghosts. I would use chthonic entities, denizens of the underworld, that are unique, more powerful, more pliable to the whims of whoever this corporal is. And so I think it's worth assuming that whoever we have to interact with will present a potent threat. If nothing else, I mean, Napoleon was decades, poor Cody, uh, you know, ago. That's a lot of time to recruit across the entire underworld. You know, we we know ghosts are hungry for essence uh, and it sounds like hey demonstrate your proficiency at this thing three square meals a day roof over your head it works for the living why come to the above ground if you wouldn't have an effect on it That's what I'm thinking. Is there? There either. This has been a long, long time in the in the building because those Catholic entities that you're talking about. My sense is that they're fairly independent-minded. Um, it might be hard to put together an army of them in a short space of time. So either this has been really long in planning, or they have some way of empowering them. And maybe if we can figure out what might be empowering them, we can diffuse this before it goes off was my train of thought. Regardless, we have to go in. Indeed, once more into the breach. We go in by the front door? Or take the back door again? I mean, it... At this point, we have no idea where that leads. Like, these, you know, pointing off vaguely towards the graveyards, these Avernian gates lead to the upper reaches, but that one has teeth, is turned sideways, and is supersized. It's also the one that he came out of. Right. We have no idea where that could lead. Presumably, it's the best chance at getting to wherever he was from. I was afraid you were going to say that. Because the gates, again, yeah, the gates don't all go to the same place. No, I, I know. This idea of climbing into a gaping maw filled with razor sharp teeth is a little oh. disconcerting. If it makes you feel better, I'll it's, go first. It's less filled with razor sharp teeth now than when and it was smart. spread out. 
they're still the same size teeth. They're they're just now like yeah. you know forty feet apart. Aren't they also pointed no. in one direction? Hmm? Uh, uh, this is an out of character question. When you described them before, didn't you also suggest that the teeth are pointing down? Yes. In effect, preventing things from escaping. Yes. Right. Gotcha. So Stafford would also say. If we are to quell our fear and disgust and slide smoothly down, we likely won't feel the bite of those teeth. Yeah. Just like a shark. It's moved in all directions. Aren't sharks rough skinned? No, sharks are smooth in all directions. Smooth in all directions. <laughs> Clearly, I'm missing a reference. Uh, um, actually, that's not a terrible idea um i could take a rope lower me down i mean uh, don't give me that look dorothy the four of us i am the most uh robust i don't have the um sneakiness you do but or the you know i'm gonna say aggression stefford uh, <laughs> but we are all filled with rage some of us are just more empowered by it. That's true. Um, but and worst comes to worst, um, I can fly up out of it. Or creep. That too, but I don't know about like, you know, is it a cavern roof and you know, mm. all that. It's just wings, just fly. Like slime clinging to the surface. Slicking the edge of the teeth, oozing your way up. Stefford, did I upset you the this morning or something? Mall. Did I? <laughs> How did the meeting with the night commander go? Did you and his name get along? Yes, we did. It gave me a lot of perspective. Okay. Because you just seem to be coming from a really dark place. <laughs> I feel. Well, we are dead and will forever be. We've recently engaged horrific creatures as part of, in some ways, our expected role in doing so. I think you had a more direct experience with something grotesque than I did. I've just woken up with a better appreciation for who I am and what my relationship is with Jagged Shards. You feel very much alive, don't you? Sure, we're kind of straddling the line, one foot in one world and one foot in the other, but I'm still breathing. Weird. I believe for us now, alive is a... is a technical condition. I mean, it is not an intrinsic state or identity for us. The reverse could be said about. Talk about. <laughs> oh no! Don't do this now. What did we talk about? Hmm. Right. I, this is not the poet that I come to know. It feels like you're looking at things in a different perspective. I am, and that is also due to the fact that I've realized that. <laughs> I am bound to Jagged Shards because I am in many ways a 
blood-coated maelstrom of sharpened slivers contained within a silvered corpus. But to answer your question directly, the Night Commander withdrew the veil from my eyes. The veil I kept over them unintentionally helping me preserve this illusory notion that my state had not changed, that my being had not become something more, something different. Although I might seem morose or ghoulish in my outlook, I think it is a more honest appreciation for the state of who we are, for what we are. Well, I hope that works out for you. It feels like it. <laughs> Mine, like I still have a daughter back in England and grandkids that I love very much. I don't I'm, I'm, just... not, I'm not prepared to just let all that go and embrace death or whatever it is that you're doing. And I, I'm, not, I'm not judging that. That's fine if that's how you want to go. Well, if I can interrupt you briefly, I believe you've misunderstood my attitude. I'm not suggesting that our novel condition is mutually exclusive with the attachments and responsibilities we had before we temporarily abandoned the mortal coil. I mean just that it is naive of us to think that nothing has happened and that we are no different just with, as it were, spooky abilities. We, we are not people in the same sense. We are not beings of the same nature. We we are different. And to address your earlier point, I was merely making observations as I am now, not making an argument about how anyone should think about this or claim a particular allegiance. Okay, because I was definitely getting that vibe. So I think you that. assumed that. That's fine, and I acknowledge that I was probably doing that, so I'm glad you cleared that up. Yeah, personally, I don't feel that I am a different being. I am the person I always have been with a companion. I have abilities, but that's not a core part of me. Louis is. And we're alive together. Yeah, I can just like see the death bubbling in the background. <laughs> uh, um about this time um a messenger arrives with a package. Um, like a let's put this bigger box mm -hmm. um, and um, it is uh, handed directly to Stafford mm. um, Night Commander told me to make sure that this package arrived safely in your hands sir 
Thank you. You might want to read the note really quick, just from past experience. Of course. At least we got a package. It was like take ten steps to your left. Right, yeah, I was like, hang on, I'm just gonna. <laughs> <laughs> It there just says no your other left. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if there is indeed a note, he will read that out loud, as he has been doing. It says Stafford. I proceeded with haste with the project we discussed last night. Thankfully, uh, my colleague owed me a favor. So then Stafford looks all at all of you with a expression of reserved delight. It's not oh, smug. That's more unsettling for Dorothy than everybody else. <laughs> um, and he, he starts uh, slowly and carefully opening the package, right? With so no haste. Of, like, so it's brown paper wrap. <laughs> it is then a like small wooden crate. Wonderful. Um, inside of that is like lots and lots of like hay stuffing and, and padding and stuff like that. Um, and then there is a um, lacquered wooden box. Dorothy's um, just slowly stepping closer to uh, Adelaide. <laughs> just like um, reaching up to look. It is made of like some sort of exotic wood you maybe have never seen or could dream of. of seeing in front of you, but it is almost mm. pitch black like ebony. Um, and um, it has a hinge on the top and inside of it is a this big or so um, contraption made of gold? Ooh, yeah. Um but it is it shimmers and has a tint to it like perhaps it has been alloyed with something mm. um, and mm. you, after looking at it for a brief second you realize it is a it is a telegram yes. receiver wonderful um, and inside of the um, there's another note like on the lid of the, mm -hmm. the box holding it that said this should have enough power to send and receive three messages make sure you think through what you're sending Message number one. Does this work? <laughs> <laughs> so it's a, a telegraph receiver. Awesome. Uh, does it? Does the note? What did you say? It, it does both. both. Yeah, yeah, it does both. Yeah, yeah. I, I did another word. So, uh, and uh, does the note elaborate on the length of those messages that that it can send? the The intent of the writing and the way I phrased it is that I don't say out of character is that. He is prompting you to make sure that you are sending a thought. Okay, gotcha. 
a, cool. a composed singular message. Excellent. It's probably okay. like a telegram. Uh, of, of ambiguous length. Right. Okay. Because with telegraphs, because I think a telegram is delivered by a person. Right. A telegraph is the device right. that you use to send the messages. But um, yeah, there's a cost in electricity. And so, right. you know, that's why they were often punctuated and devoid right. of certain parts of speech. But anyway, so hand wave narrative, make right. sure it's com- concise. Gotcha. Um, that's sufficient for me. If, if you want to, if we want to take the lampshade off, it's think of it like sending from D&D. Cool. Sounds good. Sounds good to me. 25 words. 25 words. That works. Thereabouts. Uh, yeah. A couple sentences, a singular, like, composed thought cool. to get a message across. Excellent. So, um, after, you know, unveiling it to everyone, Stafford would say, uh, as part of my conversation with the Night Commander, uh, I also uh, impressed upon him successfully that much of our difficulty is due to avoidable ignorance. And so I requested that he investigate a means by which we could reach out to him when we thought something deserved his attention or we were in dire straits such that we would greatly benefit from his direct assistance. And fortunately, to my delight, he was able to do this more quickly than I anticipated, which is convenient considering our likely impending voyage. Ah, yes, convenient. The only way the Night Commander seems to work. Um. He has a measured understanding of things. I'm glad I have a better appreciation for it now. Well, now we have even less reason to not venture forth uh, through the gates of hell. Do you want to tell him about the corporal before we dive? I mean, that can just be a message to you. Right, I was just saying. Just telegraph. Yeah. Yeah. We can definitely leave the the message behind for when... Because I'm sure the Night Commander shows up semi-frequently to the camp. Yeah. Um, We've seen him several times here. Do we want to take a couple riflemen with us for support? Uh, I do not plan to take anybody more than us. Uh, Worst comes to worst. Um, We come back if we die. ghost friends with you? Yeah. I mean, I'm. Br- this I is a bring- horrible idea. <laughs> I to plan- be eaten. Eaten or uh, conscripted? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm, I'm. I plan on bringing four ghosts. Okay. Um, if if we determine that we need further reinforcement, we have a way to request it. If we need. Um, a evacuation plan, which Cody says with absolute distaste because last time he evacuated someplace, it didn't work out too well. Um, we have a way to call for an evacuation. Um, we this this gives us a. I almost said phone call home, but yeah, um, a, a way to yeah. at least report okay. our situation. I was just thinking some extra firepower might come in handy. That's all. 
I think it would be unnecessarily risking their lives. Yep. Um, I would suggest that we... Adelaide, can... sorry, real quick. Go ahead, um, yes. Adelaide would have stressed that, again, there were thousands of soldiers in this camp. A few extra people with you is not really going right. to yep. make a difference if it comes to all-out combat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that's the point um, Stefford's going to make, which is that, and I appreciate you for reminding us of that, Chris. So, uh, Stefford says, I, I would suggest that we consider this to be entirely a reconnaissance mission. Okay. That well, said, what I can do. Uh, we should definitely inform Project Persephone that we are going in and that if anything comes out of that that does not look like the eight of us uh, it gets blown to hell yes nine if that the night commander prudent. seems to come out um, we leave tomorrow give us time to resupply I have an empty bag of uh Twilight goodies I would like to uh, refill. And I would really just like to rest. <laughs> very cold. Yes. I'm very cold. I have one willpower. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought this conversation was happening after. No, this was that days. night. Oh, okay. Yeah, this was all the same night. So, um, yeah, in that case, yeah, Cody would be like, this in was a like couple the, days. The next day. Right. Just for time from getting the project done. Um, so before we go on a little breaky break here in a second, mm-hmm. um, Cody, do you want to test out this, um, rope thing you're trying? <laughs> um, yeah, potentially. Um, yeah, the, the idea of like rappelling down with somebody on the other end and then just poking his head in and then seeing if he can climb back out. Okay. Yeah, you managed to tie yourself up in a nice good harness and have some some folks lower you down um and you know the gates open so you go right through um your rope does not get cut or anything like that there's no 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 danger of falling um quite plainly you do not have enough rope yep (laughs) there is Before it gets lost into a black abyss, there is probably several, several hundred feet of vaguely illuminated space. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he's um, got like a flashlight or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a big, big torch or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's there's several hundred feet of vaguely illuminated space that you can see, and then it just goes beyond that. Do we have like any kind of like twinkling like lights down in the distance? Nothing. Ooh. Okay. Or break. Do we have a quick time time for a quick scene with Cody? Mm-hmm. So evening before we're going. Um, uh, real evening. quick though. Yep. Charks on Cody. Um, oh, go ahead. When you get, you know, you kind of tug on the rope a little bit and get pulled back up and have to avoid the teeth. Right. Um coming back the other way it's a little bit harder it didn't matter if, if you bumped against the wall on the way down yeah um, um and uh 
you come back up and um, there, you know, the three the three people that were there, kind of supervising you, keeping you safe. Um, one of them has just been handed a big crate. Um, and it's uh, marked with, um, like, Royal Air Force insignias. <laughs> All right. Um, and uh, this, there, this just got dropped off. Um, and then they like crank it open, and yes, it is. It is stocked full of parachutes. Yep. Yep. These are terrific. Alright, we're gonna take these back to camp, boys. I'm really curious if the rest of the group is afraid of heights. <laughs> uh, Craig, go ahead. So, um, Dorothy tracks down Cody at some point during the evening, uh, looking a little bashful. Um, I, I know you know how to fight. Sure. So, can you teach me? Hang on. Were you talking about fighting, or were you talking about shooting a gun? Well, I can do a little bit with the bayonet, because of the centurion. I can kind of tap in a little bit, but that's about the extent of my fight stuff. Gotcha. And I have a feeling we're going to be doing a lot of that, and it's not really my thing, so... Can you help an old lady learn how to throw a punch? Uh, um, that's more Stefford. Have you seen him box? But but you're more all around warrior, soldier. And Cody, Cody blushes. Uh, yeah. it's like um, I, I, I can show you how to throw a punch. I can definitely show you how to shoot. And she just kind of holds up her arm and say, "Well, look at me." What do you think would be the best tactic for somebody like me? Okay, yeah, fair. <laughs> it's like, okay, we're going to do Firearms 101 the night before just, assaulting uh, the underworld. Yeah, training montage that night, I guess, is what I was looking love for. Love that. Cool. All right. Um, I love that. And this, like, I, I would like this scene to just happen, like, as Cody's, like, still hawking... <laughs> carrying this like crate full of parachutes it's like I will parachutes. tell her about this thing afterwards <laughs> yes <laughs> we're, um, we're going to hear all about the garden uh, the garden club that she was headed of as we drop <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. from there we're going to take us a little break uh, YouTube you won't even notice this Twitch chat will be right back um, and when we get back we're going to go skydiving <laughs> It's more like a terror slightly controlled fall. Based jumping. World War One versions were really simplistic. <laughs> oh lord. Okay, we'll be back. All right, be back. Okay. Bye, guys. Picking back up where we left off. Mm -hmm. um, is there anything else that anyone wants to do before you jump into the underworld with some very um, top of the line high tech? It is well researched. Yeah, very suspicious. Um, I, I, it's like my granddaughters could would do better. <laughs> uh, the, well, actually, considering what we are about to do, and while Cody has a very like, hey, it's cool if we die, we'll come back. 
Um, doesn't necessarily know if that applies in the underworld. Um, and actually, Drew doesn't remember either. I haven't looked it up, and I'm trying to be good about that. But uh, because this is definitely one of those uh, potential suicide mission kind of things, um, mm-hmm. uh, he is going to find somebody who can play uh, piano or something like that mm. and ask Adelaide for a dance. Mm. <laughs> okay. Uh, specifically after uh, uh, Stefford doing that whole, like, well, we're dead thing. <laughs> Cody is like, nope, <laughs> I am alive. Um, and yeah. Uh, we, cling, we, th- you cling to false hope, hoping to avoid the fate that awaits us all. <laughs> yes. But, but the truth, uh-huh. the truth, the truth and acceptance is that what's dead can never die. Exult in the situation. You oh. have been granted such that you can escape that which you feared when you were once alive. I'm a dance with a pretty lady, thanks. Um, <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, maybe wanna, like 50 years. I didn't want to cut in in the... Uh in the scene because it was going very well but like when when Stefford is like doing all his very like nihilistic poetry I'm just imagining it that bleeds just like this motherfucker's spitting <laughs> <laughs> probably yeah <laughs> key of passion um, and uh yeah so in in the basement of one of the homes in town there is a like like not a, a tavern. Guy, a, a guy has set up a, a, a bar, more or less, that mm-hmm. like officers and stuff occasionally come come hang out with at a Ooh, yeah. few minutes. And just that like semblance of normalcy is enough for everybody involved. And and it's probably like toilet chin or something. <laughs> it's not the good stuff. Yeah. yeah. But it's not, you know. It's what is left in the bombed out wreck of the city. Yeah. Right. And there's occasional things that the officers are able to nudge right, right, and right. get delivered and stuff. Yeah, like yeah. That. Mm-hmm. a lot of that is like, yeah, they either like bring things with them for him to mm-hmm. pour for them, like that, like to sort of play the play the roles and stuff like that. Cool. Um, but yeah, there's um, you head over there and uh, yeah, yeah, I think there's the a badly out of tune piano being played, but. Yep. Like I guess it's more about the pretending for a for a few minutes that the world isn't ending outside, right? Yeah. Yep. Hmm. Why does that sound familiar? <laughs> <laughs> press it down, Chris. Press it down. Don't look up. <laughs> don't look down. Yeah, don't look. Don't up. look. <laughs> but yes, have a nice evening pretending that we're not about to go on a suicide mission yep. but yeah with that he's like alright screw it gotta do it nobody else can do it it's gotta be us actually I have Morden over there on the wall if I need to get him down now that I think about it mm. had to be me somebody else could have got it wrong Um, so, what what time of day do y'all set out? Slow. I mean, for for Cody, it's like good night sleep, and then 
in the morning because let's be honest time of day really doesn't feel like it's gonna matter in the underworld so mm-hmm. might as well mm-hmm. go in well rested yeah i don't know i was thinking a time at which we wouldn't be that we could sneak out to it because it is in the middle of no man's land so i was thinking like at night we could sneak maybe it's not a bad not a bad point because we really don't want to come back out victorious and find a bunch of Germans having taken the spot. Yeah. Or yeah, getting ourselves shot, getting out there. Our own people watching us go, which also seems bad. Mm, yeah, the, the mundane soldiers. Yep. Yeah, okay. Why not? You can still rest <laughs> well, but we should probably head out under cover of darkness. Uh, for for Ralph, well, for separate, um, Cody would not want it to look like he is running away and just going off somewhere and then disappearing, right? Um, mm-hmm. If he yeah. were, yeah, that that makes sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was that in response to what you thought I was asking, or mm-hmm. yeah, oh yeah, yeah, no, what I was, what what Stefford was going to say. I just paused because I didn't want to interrupt. Stefford was going to say, why not cherish? Moonlight's gentle embrace one more time before we descend into darkness. Stefford's back! (laughs) (laughs) Hey guys, he feels better. (laughs) But, yeah. Uh, That said, when it comes time, unless there's something else going on, Chris, Cody is just full send, just like, (laughs) yep. Specifically. Yes. Yes. Yeet, indeed. Got the yeet mug. Oh, yeah. Gotta do it. All right. So, with no further ado or embellishment, we have our four brave bound standing over the jaws of death. Lit by moonlight above and the pale ectoplasmic glow of the gate from below um and got their backpack on their shoes tied tight hope they don't get in a fight <laughs> and um yeah who who goes first is it Cody it's Cody isn't it I'm just standing here, like leaning against Dorothy, like I don't know how to use a parachute. Oh, Cody! I'm, I'm sure Cody. Yeah, I'm sure there's been like safety briefings, and they're rather rudimentary to to the point of like being easy to figure out. Like there is a backpack and one big handle. It's, it's also time on when do you pull it because. <laughs> Uh, just make sure your plasm is topped up. <laughs> I, uh, have to, do we get that back? How do we get that back? You were going into... Or no, I'm good. I have 10. Right. I'm going in with full resource. Get it back by feasting. Yep. Oh, there's so many ghosts for us to eat. of the fallen. Yeah, I, I ate the dead reaper. <laughs> oh. What are you doing with that mask? Uh, I would have wanted to give it to the night commander to keep it safe. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not yeah. coming with us. You get you get it packed up into a box and sent off. 
All right. Um, and in the line, one, two, three, four. Uh, you prompt, propel yourself off of a ledge. It's about a five foot drop before you actually cross the um, the threshold. Threshold. There you go. That's the word I was looking for, or one of them at least. Um, and once again, you have the. I didn't go over it last time, but the that strange perception change of yourself where you can see your wounds you can you are reminded obviously of how you died uh, and you you come across as a little bit more dead and your geists are a bit more well, alive is not the right word, but present um, is maybe what I'll go with. Um, and you all have time to be horrified and terrified by the fall and by everything that's going on as the um, the teeth that sort of guard the edge of this cavern, gate, tunnel um, grow larger as you fall closer and closer to the center um, um, and then as you go forth into truly dark space as the you can picture kind of a tunnel and then it just opening out and suddenly you have nothing to reference um, and a, a pale green dot shrinking above you mm. um, as the tunnel gets further and further away um, you at some point reach terminal velocity and it becomes a bit almost sensory deprivation-ish where mm. were it not for the others yelling and screaming and the sound of um, air rushing by your head you could not tell what was happening in on or around you Ooh. what do you do? remind everyone that that Dottie said that this was a bad idea. Um, I told you this was I'm a bad idea. I'm listening very intently for Cody to open his parachute. <laughs> yeah, I imagine we probably at least... It sounds like we have enough time to kind of coordinate and get close mm -hmm. to each other. Um, and That's what I'm doing. Um, why don't we... Um, maybe yeah. roll for it, Chris. I'm going to roll for it. Uh, athletics? Yeah. Uh, dexterity sounds like. I'd be okay with that, sure. Uh, Do we all roll this? Like a group uh, check I kind of thing? Cody's, Cody's doing like a action hero kind of thing, leading this charge, so I'm just gonna let him roll it. And it's on you. Figure out the mechanics of skydiving on the fly. Ooh, I know. He could use, um, 
He could turn into ooze and pull our shoots for us. Oh, no. Stretch, stretch out oozy tentacle arms. And... I, I had thought about basically being just like the the mm-hmm. monkey in the middle, but no. Uh... Oh, you know what? We could just use you as a parachute. Mm-hmm. But your body is... Oh, trust Sufficient me. Sufficient tensile strength. That's truly horrific. When, That's fantastic. Uh, until the parachutes, like, he was like, oh, you're going to need more rope. I'm like, okay, how am I mm-hmm. going to do this? I could fly, but no, I can just do this little... Yeah, I thought about it. And then the parachute showed up, so I didn't have to do it. Um, Cody's middle name, Reed? N- absolutely not. Do not compare me to that man. Mm. What? Richards. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, that's a... Ooh, Okay. Choose, no, by choose. the way, to the next question. Uh, oh, really? <laughs> absolutely yeah, not. You're not going to die. We're not going to die. That's true. Um, we're, we're my next, end my next question was, I don't really think you'd be going in for a dramatic failure here, so I'll just go ahead and skip that question and ask the next one. <laughs> um, you say no to that, so you are going for a dramatic failure? Right, yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, Do I, absolutely not. No. Oh, um, right. Yeah. More specifically from the in-character thing, if Cody is desperate for this to work, so... Fair enough. Yeah, but dramatic failure isn't an in-character decision. Right. Yeah, he's he's so desperate that he's influencing the meta-narrative. You get to do something terrible to your own character. (laughs) There was a tweet I saw today that said, my goal when creating characters for tabletop games is to make them as hot and sad as possible. (laughs) It's like, oh, I have been found. (laughs) Um, Okay, so without a dramatic failure, what I will say is that it takes some time and some effort. Um, But you eventually sort of start being able to swoop around and you have flown that now. You've got some experience in how aerodynamics work thanks to your horrific blood powers. Um, Good stuff there, doesn't he? um, And you manage to like gather the three of them and like, okay, now you two hold hands. Um, I'll come back for you and just stay here. You, you go to grab Stefford and, and swing him in um, and kind of collide with everyone. Mm. Um, and you like make sure you like you're, you've got Stefford like by the wrist and wrist and kind of just like grab him onto like the strap of Adelaide's pack. Um, mm. But you've kind of built up too much like sideways momentum and you kind of go tumbling off. Um a, a good ways away um, and it is as you are spinning through the air like that kind of out of control that you see a sparkle of some sort of light Ooh. and then you start seeing a bunch more of them um, and they are in like a, a, a band like a winding band of mm. like like following a river well yeah yes but i'm trying like in your like in the state you're in it takes you a minute to put it together and you like you're like there's no way that it's the milky way but that's what Mm -hmm. it kind of seems like as you get closer and more of it starts lighting up and then you notice that it's like it really is like curving like a river and and then you remember what you know about the rivers in the underworld and that you're heading right for it um and that seems like a bad, bad enough thing and like triggers all the. I'm sure that <laughs> it that bleeds is like that is the one place we do not. Well, there's we two do places down here, land. two places we don't want to land, but that would be one of the, the bigger ones. Yeah. 
um, and you throw your shoot, um, and everyone else can hear that happen and, and, and go off, and Cody's like, don't aim for the lights. Uh, I, I think actually once the uh, the parachute is deployed, <laughs> scramble for the flashlight and is just <laughs> waving it around just desperately. Um, is that a signal for all of us to attempt a, a roll to successfully land? Or are you hand waving it? I'm gonna hand wave it. Okay. I, I I made up the the big pit to skydive into. I thought that was cool enough. I don't. It is really cool. There's enough threatening shit once you get on the ground. It's fine. Yeah, we are <laughs> we right, are airdropping into the underworlds. Um. Yeah. That said, um, as you kind of pull and get caught by your parachute and um there's creaking and straining in the leather straps of your of your uh of backpacks and so sort of dangling in midair and they really just unpleasant sort of way mm. um you hear um like big movement of air above and around you um and it, it is still very dark right even though like the, the the main three of y'all are all fairly close you had to separate a little bit to let your shoots go and everything but um you're you can see cody waving his light around and then there's there's more sound coming from around your parachutes than should be and mm. then you hear this sort of like leathery flap nearby yes. yes um and cody's like big big torch um like kind of comes across one as he signals at you um and there's this like just brief glimpse of just a long leathery wing with the the size of well, larger than anything should have wings. Ooh. The underworld sucks. <laughs> the whole uh, way down. Yep. Um, and um, yeah. So, what what do the three of you do in this um, moment? There is something nearby. Well. Dangling from a bed sheet entwined doesn't seem like a great idea if there's aggressive flying predators in the area. Mm -hmm. So I think I'm going to, before I cut the shoot, I think I'm going to try and activate Shroud. Okay. Because then I can actually fly and do something to defend myself rather than just mm. like, sit there like bait. Sure. Um, um, I'm going to try and use a key. Okay. I mean, you can always use a key. Mm -hmm. This is a good time. Which one are you using? Tear stain key. The tear stain key. Yeah. Um, Operation. Tear 
Okay. Excellent. That is an exceptional success. Um, what can I do with one of those? I haven't had one yet. Uh, does it say something about it on the haunt? Usually it's plasm free, I think. Yeah, you get some uh, stuff yeah. back afterwards if you yeah. don't use it all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah. If it ends without resolving, in other words, you don't use all the charges, um, okay. you get half your plasma back. Cool. All right. Okay. Uh, so, so we're, on the uh, enhancements and things, are you doing? Um, I'm doing with the fly. Okay, so that's two plasm for that. How many did you spend on the base one? Four. Four. So it takes okay. a, a few seconds for her to activate it. Um, you have synergy too, right? You bought that last time. Yep. Okay, so it, you can do it in one turn. Oh, I can do it one turn. Okay. Yeah, the stuff get, that came from the keys. Yeah, you get four from the key. Oh, I hear You can spend regardless that. of uh, that. And then you can spend two per turn on your own. So you can do four base plus the two enhancement, and you're good to go. Cool. Yeah, you can hover and fly in any direction at half your speed. And then mm -hmm. remind myself what the trial condition does. You can enter Twilight for a number of turns equal to your shroud rating. Yeah, cool. charge. Cool. Excellent. Um, yeah. Um, it is a strange feeling to be able to sort of fly in a ghostly levitational manner, manner while falling. Like you, gravity just sort of stops working on you but your well, momentum carries for a little bit. Yeah, I'm falling faster than my movement speed right now, so the most, best I'm right. is slow down. Right. Um, you you managed to not get caught up in your <laughs> uh, parachute as it sort of falls limp below you as you like yes. slow down and everyone well, else. My plan was once I activated, I was just gonna like take it off. Okay, yeah. And let it fly away, then I don't have to worry about it. Okay. Um, yeah, you take it off and the sort of change of weight pulling down at it makes it uh, unable to like stay spread and, and structurally sound and it just like collapses and spirals and drops and mm -hmm. that bit of motion suddenly um, draws the attention of something and you see below you this giant figure is the best way that your brain can put it together. It, it seriously just feels like you are seeing something wrong. Um, has this I mean, 14, 15 foot long wing just sort of collapses down around your the, the, the backpack part of this thing and tears it apart. Right. <clears throat> I don't have a lot of tools in the toolbox, guys, so if somebody else has some ideas, <laughs> please go ahead. Sure. Oh, with Shroud on, that means I can't really unleash Centurion, can I? 
No. Not the same Because time. then you I have the aerodynamics of a piano. Explicitly can't. <laughs> okay. Not much. Yeah, I really have no tools uh... in the dual box, so. Cody had a little little conversation with everybody after the last event. It's like, hey guys, mm-hmm. <laughs> fun facts. At least the the three of us, because because I don't think Adelaide, you don't have call or shroud or any of those little merge with your guys ones, right? Yeah, um, I didn't get experience last week because I cut out three three whole okay. experience. I like to spoil my players' chat. Mm-hmm. It's a question of do I buy another synergy or do I put a dot on top of Marionette so I can throw multiple things? Mm-hmm. This is a question. Um, Stafford or Adelaide, you have just seen something descend upon uh, the parachute that Adelaide dropped. Mm-hmm. Dorothy dropped. Or, sorry, Dorothy, mm-hmm. yes. Um, and there's a bit of a ghostly glow from her wrapped up in her geist and sort of a, a more controlled descent, shall we say. Um, um, and then you hear off like above and to your left, you hear another set of wings flapping and, and stirring about. Yeah. I know exactly what Zephyr's going to do, but I will wait. Rash. I was just thinking way too distracted in some way. Like I, I was trying to think of, do I have anything that like have like an emergency flare? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, light that and throw it sure. in the direction of the thing as far away from me as I can. Yeah. Um give me a dexterity. Dex athletics, wits, something. I'm I'm okay pitching. Wit survival. This... Yeah, I'll do that. Wit survival. Something to try and do this without you know setting yourself on fire or the parachute. And, on fire. In a way yeah. that yeah, yeah, in yeah. a way that sends it away yeah. mm-hmm. and doesn't just flag it at, to come at me. I'm, I'm having a definite like. Jurassic Park in the T-Rex moment here. Mm. <laughs> Two successes. Cool. Yeah, you managed to um, get the flare lit and uh, and puck it off and again, this just it doesn't seem to have a body in the light of the flare. It is just two wings stretching out like two like they're they're leathery bat wings but then there's like a like a feathered edge on the bottom of them it is something that again just almost hurts to look at no bat in the middle yeah there's no body in the middle um but as it swoops around and gobbles up the flare um you see for a brief second that there is a horrifying just like toothy like octopus mouth just mm-hmm. at the center of these wings cool it's a beaked patagium <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's 
It's I'd not. Like it's not a beak. So much it's, 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 it's teeth that fit together, right? Yeah. Mm, wonderful. Like a lamprey. A lamprey, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Terrible. But, but not. Yes. Or organized is not the way to think of it, right? It is not mm-hmm. symmetrical. It is not Ooh, well fit God. together. It is. It is. Bad. Number of teeth of. In, of, of different sizes fitting together to gobble something down. Mm. A horrid cluster yeah. of jagged denticles adorning this flap. Everyone's got some shit to write about it. <laughs> right, yes. well, let me just pen this down while I'm following. Inspiration. Yeah. So, yeah, that's exactly how he's feeling. And the best part about this is... Um, as I was alluding, right, Stefford feels so much more comfortable with Jagged Shards at this point, realizing, oh, wait a minute, this is me, right? This I thought it was him, and I needed to hold him back, and it's me. And so we're descending into darkness and um, potentially falling prey to these things. And so Stafford starts feeling the adrenaline course through his body um, and recognizes that this is a battle of beasts and uh, upon noticing that they are they have uh, violent intent he then says to Jagged Shards before Jagged Shards can you know emote uh, a desire to unleash um, we will show who is the prey and he's going to vent his rage by unlocking the key of beast because humanity is gone and it's time to get beastly. (laughs) Okay. And so with an inhuman growl, Stafford Quincy Jones unlocks the rage with the key of beasts and is going to use uh, let's see what he's going to put it all vented up as normal and then he's going to enhance with the free enhancement for Maelstrom so he's going to start attacking at a distance so he sends out Crimson-coated silver shards to rend the potagium into tattered flaps of flesh. And I will make a roll. What is the potagium's defense? One more time. Oh, didn't hear me? No, no, no. Uh, didn't hear Chris. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Cool. Mute button. Mm. Oh, how about like a five? That makes sense to me. They ain't chumps. And let's see. I go Dex Brawl. And I I think we've, I understand the right. You use, if you unlock something with a, with a key, then you use the linked attribute on uses of the, the haunt, right? With the synergy haunt rolls. Yes. Not with necess- a synergy haunt rolls. Cool, great, fantastic. Thank you. That was a distinction I wanted to confirm. Excellent. Yep. Yeah, for like um, Clash of Wills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that. That, make, that makes complete sense to me. Yep. 
Fantastic. Alrighty. So uh, we are going to. Is there anything else? No, there isn't anything else. We're gonna take a minus five to that. And we're gonna roll it up, baby. He gets a hit. And he does six damage. Uh, yeah, some rip one of these things apart. And, uh, I think from there, um, yeah, we have a, a bit of a, a scene of, uh, Quincy turning himself into a beastly turret of violence. Yeah. Is <laughs> anything that swoops near gets promptly, uh, shredded. obliterated? Just yeah. shredded. Just shreds, you say. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. And how about I'm... their ghost bat wife? Just shreds, you say. <laughs> uh, I imagine that he would um, try and bait it in, like uh, try and appear defenseless at first. I mean, and then after the one gets shredded, it'd probably be hard for him to to act like that, to, to feign vulnerability. But he would attempt to do it, to lure them in. And if they wouldn't, he would just start roaming out swiping and uh, maybe moving in the air and jostling people accidentally with his parachute as he's trying to reach as many of them as possible. And he starts uh, growling in an inhuman way as he's doing this. Love that. Um, as it resounds from the walls of the cavern. We are once again left with the scene of the rest of the crew. Worried about Stafford. <laughs> I mean, he seems to have things figured out. Yep. In his it own works, way. It works for him, right? It's working. Yeah. Um, eventually, you do notice that there's almost some sort of shelf that you've passed below. Ooh. Um, and there is a sort of sparkly... Um, Feeling of um, like glowing minerals and stuff, and it seems that that is the reflection that you had seen coming off of the river. Um, and in the the turbulence of the the fight and the descent, you have steered away from that river, um, and you land down in a what you realize is a bit of a um, like slot canyon kind of thing. Oh, cool. Um, um, with just enough light to see by, but a, um, a rather narrow kind of crevasse that you've you've ended up in, um, or a, a rather narrow crevasse is what you have ahead of you. You've kind of mm. landed in uh, an open area that um, seems almost made for arrivals. Ooh, wonderful. And by Slot Canyon, should we um, assume some of the very cool aesthetic from southwestern Slot Canyons? It's like a mixed and variegated color, but instead looking like bone and blood, icker. Um, It is sort of like that, except um, the layers and gradations of stone are... 
you quickly realize um, processed layers of the dead. Yes. Um, and you you kind of land and gather your bearings, and I think in a sort of well, what else? What are we gonna do? You start walking ahead, right? Mm-hmm. And there is um, around one corner a a ghost that is ghost of a woman that you know her her feet are sort of stuck into the ground and she can't move and then um further down and y'all can like stop and interact at some point after i'm done with the narration but Mm -hmm. uh, a little further down there's a guy that seems to have leaned back for a rest and just sort of and um, the vibe I'm going for here is um, like Pirates of the Caribbean, like part of the ship, part of the crew, the crew sort of. Yep. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the further in you get after, you know, a five or ten minute walk, the further into the underworld you have gone. You feel it getting heavier a little bit is the, the best way you can probably put it into words. Mm. Um, and there are not only more ghosts, but there are less of each mm. if that makes sense and after yes. a while you you come to a um almost squared off unnatural geometric part of this canyon and it is just lined with not even whole faces but just parts of you know a couple eyes here that don't even oh. go together Wow. Just, you know, like uh, the, the, the bottom of a jaw kind of jutting out at one point. Um, and you are quickly able to see that none of these ghosts have any essence. And they are being, for lack of a better term, digested. Bodies in the trash compactor. I think Cody has this moment of like looking at this stuff. You know, we've gathered everybody together. We're walking and kind of just talking aloud to it that bleeds and goes. This is normal. Oh, yes. Oh, it is. Why would it not be? It's. Um, this would be, I think, one of the first times that you, uh, it that bleeds is just openly talking to anybody else, mm. um, and he just like turns, like his head just rotating, and the 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 meat that he is made up of having no real bearing on like an internal spinal structure, Ooh, yeah, um, and just like completely just like one eighty like Twisted. fucking owl twists. Yes. Uh, his entire like torso and head at the same time. He's got um, a Twizzler body now. He's he, a dumpy. He, he's okay. I was trying to make it horrible, and you yeah. guys made it funny. But thanks. <laughs> uh, this is my horrific piece. Mind you leave it below. Yeah, 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 red yeah. Mind it. Um, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um. Yes, of course this is normal. Like for every ghost that comes down here? Those that don't have essence 
are consumed. So yeah, we can't like Cody Cody has a moment, right? Considering his his uh root uh, and goes mm-hmm. Oh damn <laughs> We we have to stop. Like name name one of our ghosts here, right? Uh we we, we can't let any of them come down here. That this is what waits them. Like this is this is not some eternal quiet repose and rest. Uh, it, <laughs> if they have no essence, right? But there's no essence to be found down here. Not unless you take it. Thefford says, "Do not give in to weakness, descending into hell." Oh, I don't, I don't plan on it, but also I don't want any more damn. If that's the way of it, then we just need to make sure that our friends are adept predators. Okay, yeah. My root is gardener, which means that, yeah, okay, fine. We're just gonna make sure ours are on top. And I think Louis speaks up. You don't have to take from others. If you are willing to obey their laws, there are places down here which will give you sustenance <clears throat> like say three square meals a day well it mm, metaphorically yes it, it, yes but that's I mean we're looking for an army camp right yes that, would, that is presumably yeah well that explains the whole like how do you recruit an army thing then Okay, so now we just have to search the infinite, dark, spooky underworld for an army camp that is recruiting. I feel like it shouldn't be that far. Yeah. We might find the trail of those seeking those meals, seeking to avoid becoming more sediment that that's a good point. Uh, and Cody is going to backtrack to one of those that were still cognizant, or if there's one ahead, uh, mm-hmm. and see if he can nudge one of these ghosts into. Hey, where were you headed, buddy? Um, yeah, there is a ghost that is just sort of. Um, uh, I think by um, some manner of uh, ill luck has had his hands be the first thing to start be absorbed into the wall Um, oh no and uh, he just sort of 
slowly, sadly turns his head when you come back up. And just stares. Where were you uh, headed, friend, before you sat down to take a nap? You don't belong here. You're not. You're not. You're not. You don't belong here. Actually, yes, that is. We're from. Half and half, friend. Half and half. There, there's can, me, and you, then there's. You can help. You can help me. May maybe if you can help me. It just turns to the center and says, "Can we help him?" I mean, if he needs essence. Yeah. And Jaren just plainly says, "Every soldier needs something to eat." This is really jumping up and down on the advocate group. Mm-hmm. Um, is it just, I, can I just give him plasma? Sure. What's up? Three plasma, one essence. Plasma is one essence? Three plasma is one essence. It's expensive for us to dole mm-hmm. out. Yep. Is this why we have the, the rituals to do the feeding instead of feeding ourselves? Mm-hmm. I'm going to lean into Advocate and give him some yeah. time. That's fine. Uh, yeah, you're welcome to get a willpower back for that. Um, and you kind of form up a, a, a bit of plasm and like hold it out to him and he just sort of is standing there with his arms trapped in the wall, just like uh, no, she would feed him. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't know if it applies, but aesthetically, it's like a loaf of bread or a baguette or something. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, it's just shoving into his mouth. Yeah. Bye, bye, bye. Just yeah, it, being baguette. like a grandmother might feed an invalid yeah, child. Yeah. You, you go to just like give him a bite, and like the entire baguette just like yes. Um, and he yanks his hands out. Okay. Cody, okay. Because <laughs> Cody was going to grab him by the shoulder. Hang on, buddy. And he just like, it's like, compared to the, the just the dullness that he had, it's like a shock of life has just been injected into mm. him. Um, he is like, best I can, like, he's on coke now. 
<laughs> like he's like all right let's fucking go i don't want to be trapped <laughs> here anymore what are y'all doing what the what's fuck are you why am i what's here your what's your name so let's let's start there um rude craig so, uh, <laughs> hmm. uh yeah grandmother. she's gonna want to know uh, his name that's not important pretty sure that's not important um because I, I don't know and but how about walls pressing in not great don't want to be here um what the fuck are you people not important how are you dead how are you alive also not important what are you doing here? Do you want more? Pl- uh, that that is important. That's a good question. Yes, <laughs> that we, is. We are looking for an army camp. Okay. Have you heard one? Uh, yeah, they, let's go find it. Have you heard of it? Yeah, probably. And like Cody gives Dorothy you, just this one little look of just like, see. You hear, you hear this like kind of uh, low growl coming from Stafford um, and he says uh, I suggest you give us more definitive answers we have a task to perform before we can leave Ooh, and you okay, are freed okay, to um, aid us in okay, that okay okay my bad my bad um, what the fuck is that any points at jagged shards? <laughs> Cody's like, okay, listen. You ever heard the phrase "good cop, bad cop"? So it's, it's a ghost. Uh, no, Guys. I'm a, I'm a go, I'm a go, I'm a ghost. Fuck. There are. I'm a ghost. That sucks. Sorry. It could be worse. Yeah. You could be a ghost stuck in a wall. Things are definitely looking up. Grand, Step one, get you I'm out gonna, of here. I'm gonna, you know what? And he like puts his arm around you. I'm gonna, you know what? She fed me. This is my new friend. Dorothy. This is my new friend, Dorothy. Thank you. That's weird that she didn't say that. Um, okay, so I'm a ghost. We're in, fuck, are we in hell? By you some definitions, kind of yeah, uh, the underworld, we oh. call it. That name oh my works God, it's just like well a lot, isn't it? Others. I think Sorry. this happens to everyone. All right, that's great news, actually, for me personally. Worst news for like the people that behave themselves. But yeah, it's not a personal punishment. Great, love that. Okay. Um... Wow. So yeah, if you don't want to get eaten by a wall, you need to learn to eat. Sounds great. Mm. Uh, He walks over and just like starts trying to like take a bite out of another ghost. How's that working for you, champ? I think they're empty too, bro. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go find some that aren't. So you haven't heard of an army camp down here recruiting offering essence not particularly that doesn't mean we can't find it though like cody is done now (laughs) have you seen any ghosts that look like soldiers 
He like looks down at his uniform. Yep. Older soldiers. We're looking for Napoleonic soldiers. Uh, I mean, they'd probably be eaten by the wall by now, right? You are quickly outlasting your usefulness. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, okay. I'm, look, I am. It is only on Dorothy's here, leave. I got down here some time ago, eaten by a wall partially. And then here's these four people and they're weird. Weird. What is that? What is that? What are you? At Remember least that you look like a comment. Oh, that you said a Napoleon ghost. Concern. There's one right there. There's one right there. I found him. He's right there. Uh, another one. This one is mine. Damn it. All right. Well, either way, you need to learn to eat. You need to not be right here. Sounds great. Um, if you can't help better. us, you should go somewhere else. Okay. This army you know, camp? What is this army a... camp you're talking about? You don't want to go there. It's Why bad. Not? We're probably going to light it on fire or something. And I'm, oh. I'm oh, going to call you Ben. What you can do, you know, is you come with us. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was suggesting. And, and she catches the glare. <laughs> and we could probably arrange. We know someone that could probably give you a job. Three squares a day. Yeah. Sure, All right. Sure beats getting eaten by a wall down here, don't you think? Uh, you know, I've never been. Hmm, that was almost a memory. I don't think I was very good at jobs. You that does not say. surprise us. He like, he like looks down. There's like a giant fucking cannonball hole in his stomach. Not cannonball, but like explosion hole in his yeah. stomach. He's like, I don't think I was very good at soldier either. If I'm being honest. You were excellent at dying. That's why you're here. Thank you. That's the nicest thing anybody said so far. Or, or maybe that hole was because you jumped on a grenade and saved a bunch of people. <sighs> I'm gonna be honest. That doesn't feel right. And I also trying. disagree with that suggestion. Have you seen a wolf? Big ghost wolf. That's standout, right? You would remember if you'd seen one this whole time. Heard one. Which direction? He like goes and like almost puts his hands back to the wall and then stops himself. It's like I was that way. And it's like up and off to the left. <laughs> Thank you. That was what we needed. Um, again, down here. You either need to feed from other ghosts mm -hmm. or find a dominion to live in. That's what they or are, right? Or make myself useful to four people that seem to be able to feed me. You've already demonstrated that is impossible. Okay. He was just useful. It seems like we got off to a wrong start here, Mr. Yelly Man. Um... How can I be of service? C Cody turns this into a walk and talk, by the way. Like, oh, yeah, yeah sure. we're moving now. Uh -huh. And he's like, just absolutely like dancing around, like trying to and like commenting on every other ghost you're passing. It's like Chris, bad choice. Maybe. Have you seen the latest season of Stranger Things? No. OK. <laughs> so in response to how can he make himself useful? Um, Zephyr looks at him and says the chief way is to do what you failed to do in life which is avoid becoming a nuisance 
You got it, man. Earth, he winces again. But anyways, um, and he just starts talking again, like, all right, and he's like, at this point, he's like starting to put together a little bit of, mm-hmm. a little bit of memory, a little bit of something, and then, like, out of nowhere, he just shouts, Benjamin, how did you know? That was right. Lucky guess. Wow. See, that's fate. We might be in hell, but mm-hmm. I guess fate still exists. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so um, uh, I guess we'll just make our way out of this. Uh, I don't think I can climb this thing. Uh, oh, no, you you. OK, so we this isn't hell. It's like hell, but it's, you know, and hell has multiple layers sure sure yeah with me yeah we're at the bottom so you are welcome to tag along but i think at this point um well i'm not going to be keeping an eye out on you i know stefford is not keeping an eye out on you dorothy might dorothy's great right my new best friend but your best hope is to tag along follow directions and currently stop giving away our position What do you mean? We can relieve you of your ability to speak if you have trouble avoiding doing so. What the fuck, man? Holy shit. Yeah, we need... This is sort of a reconnaissance stealth mission, so... Oh, Just okay. gotta, cool, gotta cool, cool. tone yeah, it down a bit. Um, nice again... Stealthy-like. We probably we won't be able to keep oh. feeding you because we will need that that you are fed to... Yeah, sure. How to long? learn things in case things go bad we might need to I mean, I'm fight nice and full right now I mean not like full like I could eat you know but like but yeah in theory we could probably get you to a safer spot down here or get you a job sounds great I'm just but you have to be quiet yes ma'am Doc and Dorothy just gonna say, and think of this as a new beginning. Whatever you were before, it doesn't matter. You can be something different now. Yeah, like a ghost. Yeah. Hmm. Not exactly what I was going for, but that's a start. I get it. I get it. Yeah. All right. Cool. 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 All right. You don't want me to scout ahead? No. No. Okay. Just stay with us and try and keep the noise down. You got it. You got it. Okay. He proceeds to talk as much, but just very quietly. That's fine. Progress. Um, and I'm done doing communicating. Oh no, you're great. You're terrific. (laughs) Good time. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) For those not watching live, uh, Ash says, "I love him." Honestly, my response is. (laughs) No. No. <laughs> Period. <laughs> no, we cannot we'll keep him. him. No, we'll you him cannot nice feed him. To live in. No. <laughs> I'm not going to feed him. I don't have that much to spend willy nilly. And. Yep. Should have brought yeah. the Reaper mask with you. No. <laughs> that's, that's far worse. Benjamin, yeah. we need you to try this out for us. <laughs> if we can find him a nice 
town to live in, to leave him in. We can find him a nice wall to leave him in. (laughs) He seems nice. He's my responsibility. I'll look after him, okay? Oh, that was out of character. Okay. I appreciate that Ralph, for like a long time now, has preached empathy and understanding of all characters involved in the game. And then there's a coked up fucking annoying ghost, and he's like, you know what? Fuck him. Put him in the wall. Yeah. It's. it's... And, and oh, Stafford, he's he's topped up rage. <laughs> this is the worst possible situation mm-hmm. in his mind. We've lost collective resources, and he's going to pre- he's going to present a problem. Yeah, I think at this point now there's this kind of trail, right? You've got Stafford and Cody up front, Adelaide mm-hmm. somewhere in the middle, and then Dorothy and Ben as far back as we could possibly put him. <laughs> <laughs> She's like oh, gently yeah. but firmly trying to keep a leash on him. Yeah. I mean, he did point <laughs> us in what is presumably the right direction. So, yeah. yeah, no, not not mad at that, but it's just like, man, of all the ghosts in all of the underworld, why did we get bad? Did you picture that one? <laughs> Love him. Uh, yeah. Um, at this point, I, we we have a direction to head. We are in a canyon, so it's more or less. You- yeah, you have a direction out of this canyon. You do not know really where you're right. going. No, I just meant more of a, like, when we come finally come out of the canyon, you know, left or right, which way do we go? We have a general mm-hmm. idea. Now, of course, it could be full of shit, but it's still... Ben doesn't a, know anything. Yeah, it's still a toss-up anyways, so we might as well go that way uh, until we find something further. Uh, I think it is this point that we will get a, in the next 10 minutes, we'll sneak in a navigation roll. Mm-hmm. Yep. Do a little traversing of the underworld and then yeah. set y'all up for a uh, thrilling conclusion the next time. Mm-hmm. Uh, this sounds like it would be terrible for navigating by society. I had yeah. two points in survival. I, um... I think Stafford wants to try um, navigating by architecture. Oh, no. You know what? Mm. Oh. Um, not the first time in the underworld. Uh, <laughs> Technically. So, let's see. I also have three points in empathy and a specialization in, like, giving palliative comfort to people. So, so, you're a ghost. (laughs) Do navigation by architecture. Again. Try again. That's actually what I did before when I got the the bonus condition. Sort of mm-hmm. one thing to point out, Ralph, real quick, because I know you're looking yeah. at architecture. We are in the lower mm-hmm. mysteries, so that's a big old minus five. Oh, we're in the lower mysteries? Was I said explicitly? Mm-hmm. I that was my assumption, but okay. No. The lower mysteries real deep. Yeah, you're not that deep. Okay. Yeah, I mean you're in you're in the upper reaches. You just fell for a while. Oh, okay, to get gotcha. Just some some fucked up geography. Oh but yeah, does my um like plus two condition apply to the ghosts here. Uh, remind me what the condition is. Uh, it was like a bonus to communicate with the 
with the ghosts in that oh, area. Oh, they're connected, right? Yeah, because you got an acceptable test uh, after Ralph botched the last one, right? Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. <laughs> that's right. dramatic failure. Yep. I, was, I couldn't remember that, but yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, um, yeah, failure yeah so yeah, you can totally use that. You can cash in on plus two, cancel out the sparsely populated area. Um, so, uh, tell me how you're approaching this navigation. Uh, for me, I was gonna, yeah, use empathy and try to communicate with the ghosts that we can find in the area and get information from them. Okay. Yeah. Um, like presence or manipulation plus empathy to kind of, like you said, kind of palliative kind of talks to these ghosts that are being absorbed by the wall and getting little bits of information out of them. And Yeah, I'm basically trying to help them come to terms with what's going on right. and just be like a comforting voice there as you are passing on again. I dig it. Uh, yeah, sounds good. A specialization gives a plus one. Jesus. Okay. Shit. Um, eight successes. God eight damn. successes on ten wow. dice. On ten dice. Wow. You got well, that's where all your other Four ones from that first roll. Um, yeah. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. It is. Can I get a willpower back? Sure. Um, and you get connected to the culture at the destination. Um, so and this uh, this is going to be a multi leg journey um to try and discover where where this camp is and stuff like that um but what you do manage is that um you quickly find out that none of these ghosts have any idea about a camp or anything like that but it's it sounds like like to them it sounds like something that has to be on the other side of the river deeper down um and so then with cody having like really gotten a good look at the river and kind of directed everybody from where to land and stuff and talking to everybody you figure a good um a good way to start talking about that with people and like oh uh, i wish i could have made it there and just some just some real sad being absorbed ghosts and like yeah. Ben is doing his best to hold it together, right? Just not just like laughing people's faces. It's like I get to move, they fed me. He doesn't actually do that, but it's in there. It's the, the thought that counts, right? Yeah, um, that's going on for him. <laughs> and for uh, Dorothy, it's like everyone is a stab in the heart. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, explicitly designed by me as the ST to do this. <laughs> um, yep. Only got four left. Yep. We're going to need wait, something what? in the tank when we get there. Oh, wait, hold on. How do you no, have your plasm should be. Oh, shroud. No, yeah. Yeah, how many did you use? Use two uh, on it. And then three more. You gain so, yeah. back. Mm -hmm. Wait, you should have more than that. Oh, you're right. You should have six. What's your? Because I forgot the four for the key. I, two, yeah. so eleven is my max. You were yep. ten full tank yep. and went in. So mm -hmm. nine, 
Eight, seven, six. Five, so six. So I got six left. Six left, yeah. Uh, yep. Um. Um, so I think we will, um, we'll leave off tonight with navigating through this maze-like slot canyon. Um, and at some point you get to a part of the canyon where there are just no ghosts left. Um, and, uh, I think the exceptional success is that the last little bit of ghost that you see is just a single finger pointing in a direction. Ooh, cool. Um, and you turn a corner and step out and almost just um, step out and there's just sheer walls out to either side back behind you. Um, and out of this just raw rock and um, and everything that you've been walking on pans out to some like very um like pebbled riverbank with some reeds and stuff like that growing up out mm. of it and Ooh. um and there is a um small like dock like town is a very strong word right um there is a couple buildings that are slapped together with like material that is decaying before your eyes mm-hmm. uh, and, a, and just a couple of ghosts that are staring at the dock and at the um dark shrouded figure standing at the end of the dock on cool. their um On their small ship. Sweet. And by ship, I mean, yeah. It is awesome. awesome. What's up? Saying it was awesome. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, we will leave on you know, walking up and just a few figures of the dead, like, flipping their coin in the air, like, deciding whether or not it's worth the, the trip. Um, and off in the distance, you'd hear a large splash as something surfaces out of the water and, uh, jumps out of it, flops out of it, breaches and exhales through a blowhole. You're not exactly sure what the sound mm-hmm. you just heard it doesn't totally make sense but uh we will we will leave off with the threat of dead things in the water oh sweet so it seems seems threatening that's the impression mm-hmm. we get yeah fantastic yeah, I was gonna say that's what Stefford needs <laughs> uh yep oh he's gonna come back just Again. constantly angry it's I'm just gonna the fight the river beast beast. Is- yeah, the key of beast is constantly resonant down here. There's no humanity, yeah. right? 
<laughs> well, I mean, there's a little bit of humanity, but yeah, Stuff I get fair enough. But what I mean, what I mean is, Moby it isn't Dick in the underworld. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I, I just mean humanity isn't dominant as right. described in the key. That's all right. Yeah, so, I mean, if so we were in like a nice river town, then but yeah, that's yeah. Where, that's not where we are. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so he's probably just going to be feeling hopped up on adrenaline. You know, like his hackles are raised constantly, and that's what I was trying to portray <laughs> in his response to oh, him. Yeah. In another context, oh, yeah. he might be a little more patient. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he had just dropped the rage, and you know, mm-hmm. this is new for him to be constantly feeling embroiled in savagery or the oh, impulse cool, to indulge it. I look forward All to right. telling Knight Commander uh, what happened to you know Warrant Officer Stafford Quincy Jones. He went full <laughs> Ahab. <laughs> <laughs> just leave it at that. Why whale, sir? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, Holy Grail. <laughs> yep, he's gonna he's gonna shoot shards right into the blowhole. Uh, pop it. That's not how things work. <laughs> um, oh, all right. Lord. So with that, we will leave you all. And I'm so sorry to tell you that we will not be playing next week. We have a week off as someone is going to be busy. Um, but that's fine because we will return um, and we will finish up our what is likely to be the finale. That is what we're planning on it being um but you know if we run long and want to explore a couple more things then that that's fine too um you know that's part of this whole phase of oa of exploring some other games and stuff is that we're not on a timetable we're not you know sprinting through games to get back to mage we're playing some fun spooky shit and doing some other things for a while um as always i have enjoyed running the spookiness for my players and for you all at home um if you would like to come and chat about it about this game or any of our other games or birds or any of the good stuff we have on discord come check us out uh and hang out as get into dot space if you have enjoyed our product enough product you enjoy if you enjoy what we do and feel like giving us some of your money dollars um then you can check us out on patreon staylucky.club um we will see y'all in two weeks we love you. Stay spooky. Happy uh, Halloween. Although, yeah, by by the time this comes out on YouTube, it will be past Halloween. So I hope you had a good Halloween. Um, and you Probably got lots of candy and you candy didn't corn. upset your tummy because you ate as much candy as you used to eat as a kid. And now you're in your 30s and it just doesn't work like that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love you all and I hope you have a wonderful night. Bye. Stay spooky. Later. Bye, everybody.